all guys gals and non-binary pals welcome to the newest episode of the noobs and knockouts podcast taped on twitch brought to you on youtube spotify on google and apple podcasts i'm austin i'm a knockout watched a lot of wrestling i'm david i'm a noob haven't watched nearly as much wrestling and i am once again asking tony khan to put more women's matches on television <laughs> yes as we are back to the aew women's eliminator tournament the tournament art where the story arc of our podcast has been man this this division's really good if only they had more time if only they had more time which i must say perfect fucking timing as we just we just watched uh, on on rampage airing at fucking 5 30 p.m ultimate witchcraft moment of two women's matches on rampage Oh my god, and shocker of shockers, they were both fucking bangers. Yeah. I have a whole I, I'm preparing for what I'm gonna say at the end of this arc to kind of talk oh. about the AEW women's division right as of now. But yes, we are is 2021 in this arc, and uh we are continuing on with the semifinals. Last time uh we saw the quarterfinals or the semifinals for each regional, if you want to think of it like that, where uh thunder rosa defeated riho nyla rose defeated dr Britt baker uh um uh, rio mizunami defeated aja kong and yuka Sak and yuka sakazaki defeated emi sakura yeah uh some quality ass matches in, in there too i mm -hmm. i mean i mean again shocker of shockers this division is good i mean what yep. the fuck else do you want me to say yeah great a lot of good stuff we have very positive things to say about most of the matches of that episode really mm. Riho and thunder rosa was the only one that stood out to both of us as kind of being a little on the weaker side yeah but my girl rio mizunami fucking going forward and uh, i love her so much rio and aja kong kicked so much ass that was such a good match holy shit fantastic match and then nyla and dr Britt was a lot of fun two heels going at it and healing on each other yes yes the 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 i'm a fucking kill you monster versus the i'm a fucking bugs bunny you shitster yep and then yuka and emmy david is coming around to yuka sakazaki folks i look i i don't like i i've never disliked her it's just i'm getting used to her pacing I quite, I quite think, I think she's a good worker. I really do. It's just, I wasn't, I'm not used to pacing like that. I'm, I, I'm get, coming around, okay? Get your i i i i i eyes already. Uh, wait a minute. This is Power Rangers. I'm not Alpha 5. What's going on? <laughs> get me five Joshi wrestlers with attitude. <laughs> Unironically, yes. Please give me a Power Rangers. I, I would watch the Power Rangers. The, I would watch the Tokyo Joshi Pro spinoff of Power Rangers. I need a Power Rangers seam stable so bad now. Holy shit. Yeah. Okay. So what are we going to watch tonight is obviously the uh, the bracket final, the regional bracket finals, a.k.a. the overall tournament semifinals of Ryu Mizunami versus Yuka Sakazaki and Thunder Rosa versus Nyla Rose. However, that is only two matches, and we could finish the tournament tonight if I really wanted to. But I am instead, we are doing some extra matches, and we're extending this arc of the show one additional episode. Oh, hoo -hoo. 
so in addition to this is that why when they started airing these episodes uh these matches obviously one match is not enough not a full show make so what yes. they started doing is adding additional non-tournament matches to these episodes and the we are also going to watch those Ooh. uh the first one is that going back to the two the february 28th bleacher report show that was so sh- that was so shittily done they had they ended up putting it on youtube anyway Mm. um we have a six woman tag team match before the japanese bracket final uh it is remember how that emmy sakura hikaru shida thing and i was like we're gonna wait to see where that goes and you were like oh that has a payoff the payoff oh shit buddy as we get a six tag person tag team match emmy sakura maki ito and veiny versus Hikaru Shida, Mei Suruga, and Rin Katakura. Oh, shit. So basically, all the women who were in the tournament but lost, except for Aja Kong, are back in a ta- in some tag team action. That's so fucking dope. Yep. Okay, uh, I that, love that. Yep, and then obviously we have the women's final. And then on March 1st, uh, 2021, they aired an episode of Dark, that was the design for the U.S. Women's Final, and they also added two additional singles matches on that, where they added uh, Maddie Rinkowski versus Leva Bates and Miranda Alice versus Layla Hirsch. So Ooh. for those matches, so for those matches, they decided to kind of keep to what Dark's theme is. For those of you who don't know, AEW Dark is based is AEW well is AEW's YouTube shows where they basically air uh at this at this point in time it was dark it was matches they just filmed with no dark matches that they filmed and put on youtube while they were all at daily's place every two weeks and most of them admittedly were kind of squash matches they're not high they're usually you know tap signed wrestlers versus unsigned wrestlers who they bring in to kind of just take l's so that the important signed wrestlers can get w's for the sake of AEW's ranking system. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, they're not unwatchable shows, to, right? They're, they're, they're easily skippable, I admit, but they're not terrible shows to watch if you sit down and watch them. And at this point in time, they only had dark. Nowadays, they have dark and dark elevation. Mm-hmm. Uh, dark elevation is basically what they film uh, every week when they t- tour. And AEW Dark is they have settled in the Universal Studios in the same place where TNA Impact used to film. They called it the Elite Zone, and now they film regularly at Universal Studios, and that is what compromises uh, compromises Dark. That's pretty great. Mm -hmm. I do, I do quite, I do quite like Dark. It's it's fun to have like essentially like AEW does weekly house shows. Yeah, kinda. And then so, you know, these two matches of this show, obviously these are two women. Maddie Rinkowski and Layla Hurts were both in the tournament, but they are matches that are going to be a little more squashy. They're just kind of there to feature some talent we haven't got to see on the show before. Leva Bates, who is the librarian at this point, her and Peter Avalon had a whole bit where they were the librarians. Yes. They were... And they were funny, goddammit. I, I will hear no arguments. You know what? I, 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 enjoy them on BTE. I enjoy them on BTE. Mm-hmm. I, I, I quite enjoy seeing seeing Leva Bates 
get all get all fucking uh hot and bothered on on oh yeah that, on oh yeah that lets the storyline's great yeah it's man i hope we see more of her we yeah we saw her on tv super fucking briefly a few weeks ago and i got really excited and then she just got booted the fuck back off again no she, she was gonna beat jade cargill but mark sterling was like he under he sees what was gonna happen there and, and got some and got and subbed in um uh, marina chauffeur real quick because he knows that jade fears leva true no i mean leva bates librarians scary fucking people yep and then Miranda Elise is just one of the talents that they bring over that they brought on the dark just to take L's. So I don't know anything about her. That's gonna be Fair exciting. Enough. Yep. So and then obviously we have the America, the US women's final. If you would like to watch along with us, you're in luck this week, as we have been talking about how how this they split up this tournament between dynamite and YouTube shows, and dynamite's hard to find. Well, Every single match that we have, we're doing this week are on the YouTube shows. Uh, if you, it is uh, episodes three and four of the AEW Women's uh, Tournament, show three and show four of the AEW uh, Women's Tournament. If you like look that up on YouTube, you can find both episodes that we're watching. Uh, this does not help our ongoing thread of how many of the matches of this tournament have taken place in front of paying customers. Mm. I believe we're still up to one. <laughs> A singular, one singular match and a second match where the ass boys tried and super failed to, to get a Thunderstruck chant going. Yes, but for the sake of a retrospective podcast, it does make it very convenient that it's all on YouTube. So indeed, indeed, indeed. for this week, yeah, just hit up YouTube. It is the February 28th, 2021 episode and the March 1st, 2021 shows. The AEW uh, Dark. Uh, so uh, we will be back in the back half to talk about the Women's Eliminator Tournament semifinals. See you then. And we are back. We have just finished the semifinals of the AEW Women's Eliminator Tournament and some of the extra matches on top of that. Some good old bonus content arena. It was a it was a fun time. I love I love look, I as as has been made apparent by quite a few of our more recent previous episodes, I love getting to break shit, break down the silly shit and just and just riff and make jokes and yada yada but also i hope it's apparent by now that even though i am but a noob who still has much to learn about the fine art of pro wrestling i love i love having my my sports entertainment heavy episodes where i just get to watch just wrestling after wrestling and really kind of take some time to marinate in learning and trying to understand a little more about what makes the makes this shit good and and like the little technical aspects. So I, I'm I'm over here having a having a great time pretending as though wrestling's actually a real sport. Sure, absolutely. Like <laughs> what in what other truly great sport could you see poor Emmy Soccer get flicked in the head twice? Two times. That's that's the best part is you get you get the sport, but it's also it also just allows for just the most whimsical things sometimes. And it's, and it's treated just as much as part of the legitimate sport, quote unquote, as anything else as, as any suplex or, or super kick or anything else. Yeah. Yeah. You're fucking mad. That's the ultimate magic of wrestling folks is, is the pure whimsy of it all. 
Absolutely so. We let's just kick it off mm, with mm-hmm. uh, the six woman from the uh, February 28th, 2021 YouTube show. We start off with the six woman tag team match. Emmy yeah. Sakura, Maki Ito, and Vanny against Hakaru Shida, Rina, Rin Katakura, and May Saruga. Oh my god, this 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 match I kind of have the most to say about simply because there was so much going on. Like I wrote so many more notes. For this match I have so did. many notes. It was my favorite match of the show. I uh oh yeah, do we do we want to rank? Do we want do we want to rank I our, mean, our matches again? Do I mean we can, but it feels weird when now we're just doing like other stuff. Like less than half of what we watched is tournament matches, so it feels I, weird to rank them in my book anyway but. Eh, fair enough i don't know i, I mean this, if you this, want to, if you want to we can do that i mean we can we can be more informal about it i would say this was my second favorite match of the mm-hmm. well wait was it let me think let me think let me look back on what we got here um actually no it might be it might be my favorite of the of the show um i it's tough it's 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 tough for me to say because like this was kind of the 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 one like I said that had the most going on the most for me to take in it was all like really fun and engaging um but it felt slightly like lessened for me in that it wasn't a tournament match sure, sure. so like it the the stakes felt slightly lower and it and like I I, I don't know. So it's it was, it's it somewhere was, it between was my, pure Joshi dicking around tag. Yeah, and it and it was and it was, it was a, amazing, but it, it was is a low blast to have. And everyone involved was fucking was was on was on point. Uh, like starting off the bat, Maki Ito shows up, and of course she is being her chaos gremlin self from the start. Like she shows up and she just kind of starts screaming into the camera for about ten seconds straight. Like her eyes get really wide and her mouth opens real wide. And she just goes. Ah, and you're just sitting there like, is she is she okay? Something happened. Nope. Uh, no. And 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 Taz sings along to her theme music. Yeah, Taz jams out to to Maki's fucking intro, and and X is like, no, you gotta you gotta let her sing along. Like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, as I remarked to Austin, Taz. Judas, Judas, who? It's all no. about Maki. Maki's the one who gets to do the full. The full power ballad here. Get out yeah, of here, Chris Judas. I do. I do love Taz uh, singing themes. He's singing Maki Ito. You know, he always sings the Jungle Boy theme. Oh, 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 oh. he loves us that. Yeah, on Dark, on Dark, he's on a dark, maniac. Oh my God, I need. That, I need to he, watch way more. He sings dark. Ruby Soho's theme a lot too. That's so. Uh, you know what? I pre- Taz is just like me, singing along to the music, even if no one else wants to hear it. I <laughs> I feel so seen. Anyway, yeah. uh, and she and Maki you know, continues to to stare into the camera after she's done singing. I mean, you know, she's great. Whatever. She does um, her bit. Then Vaney comes out. Uh, they mention. No, Ma, uh, uh, oh, does, oh, it is Vaney next. Yeah. Yeah, Vaney was next. They mentioned Vaney. on commentary that uh, she knocked out some of Emmy's teeth when she had the match yeah. with Emmy originally. Uh, so I wrote, you know, Vaney is going to kick your fucking teeth in. Daniel Bryan style. Yeah. Bryan yeah. Style. We got, we got, we got Maki Ito doing, doing Chris Jericho's thing. And now we have Vanny doing, uh, doing Dan- Brian Danielson's thing. Yeah. Um, amazing. And then Emma, Emmy comes out Emmy. as she does. I believe Lulu pencil came out as was there too, but I don't remember. I don't know. I don't think he was there with Emmy this time. I don't know. 
Um, yeah. I I did note uh, it was it was funny because Emmy like ducked under the the middle rope to get into the ring, which I don't remember her doing it in previous matches. But I was sitting mm-hmm. there watching, like, man, I wonder if her. I, I was like biting my nails over whether her crown is going to fall off, and then her crown her crown fell off, and I was like, no. Um, but what really cracked me up was what. <laughs> So the crown kind of falls off her. She like quickly catches it. She's like puts it back on. Like you didn't see anything. And then Taz just immediately starts getting very like he starts salivating over a crown. He's like, oh, uh, oh man, I want a crown like that. That's that's a, that's a nice crown. And I'm like, Taz's about to go to fucking Japan and steal Emmy Sakura's crown. Holy shit! Yeah, he is. It's the big it's big storyline coming out of this 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 uh, episode. Yeah. Actually, uh, uh, rivalry established. Taz uh, Taz faces Emmy Sakura. For the crown. Yep. For the literal crown. Yeah, seriously. Uh, Uh, Then then comes uh, the big apple girl, May Saruga. Remind me again why she's big apple girl. Does she have ties to New York City? No, she just likes big, big on apples. Huh. All right. Um, Big on apple. What do you want me to say? May May is is kind of over here being a, a funny, like, basically face counterpart to maki ito she, um, yeah she's she's still a little k she's her own little chaos gremlin like, that cannot yeah. be trusted i say I, I i don't know i thought i thought she was fun what really cracked me up she's got this great like like kind of bouncy person she's almost like hopping to the ring um and she's got the big smile and she's cute little but what really cracks me up is she hops in she gets to the center of the ring and then just kind of stops and shoots it shoots a little like grumpy side eye at like the bad guys in the corner and then just turns the smile back on just hops into mm. the corner <laughs> hops in her own corner yeah. it was so cute our title belts title belts everywhere because yes. uh rin and hikaru then come out and May and Rin are both tag champions in uh May uh Saruga is a tag champion for Choco Pro. Uh Rin Katakura is a tag champion for Wave. And then Hikaru Shida is the AEW women's champion. I know. So they all they all got belts. Yeah, Rin shows up having the exact opposite energy as May. I guess she wasn't terribly or uh yeah, t- terribly happy being on a team with with May Saruga. She's got yeah. like pissed off big sister vibes almost mm-hmm. like she just she shows up and she's like head head down grumpy face just kind of like slowly approaches the ring and is like frowning as she gets in and just does Ma- not seem happy to be in the same space as as, as may mommy emmy sakura is making rin katakura play nice with may saruga yeah <laughs> this is our get along shirt yep i can see it um can they coexist um, and then, and then she does, Sheeta enters and honestly, her entrance gear here was dope. Why the fuck haven't we seen that in America? Cause she has this cool, super that's cool. What like, she, that's what she used to wear until she got a haircut and changed her oh. makeup. That's what, that's what she, you always used to come out with that oh. jacket. But it's like this long patchwork ass, badass looking thing. Mm-hmm. I thought it was great. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, I loved, we, we get to see each team kind of in their corner. And I, I just loved the the dynamic here because the Legion of Baddies, or as Austin referred to them, Team No Belt, um, they they were looking like some sinister six-ass supervillain hodgepods. Like, this looked like a formidable matchup of people. Like, you got you got the uh, the loose cannon, Maki Ito, the... Um, the the skilled assassin sadist of Benny and the the longtime evil leader 
veteran in Emi Sakura. And then you cut over to Team Belt, uh, looking like the protags of a YA action series during an episode where the heroes need to learn to put aside their egos and get the fuck along. <laughs> uh, like, I, am I, I mean, wrong? They all just kind of stood there, yeah. like, not looking terribly, like, like kind of each off in their own little world. Yeah. And you can see on uh, Sheeta's face, like, please, God, can we keep this together? Please, fucking God, let's keep this together. I made note that during individual introductions by the ring announcer that Maki Ito was furiously clapping for her teammates in the corner while they were getting introduced. It was so cute. Mm-hmm. So her. we start the match. The baby faces try to go for some, you know, respectful handshaking. Yes. And the heels are like, fuck that. <laughs> we're not fuck doing you. that at all. Shocker. Um, uh, I have it noted rather early on that Excalibur and Taz were in fact not whispering to each other in Japanese. <laughs> oh yeah, they make some remark about they make a remark about this. To the like, camera be picked like up the, like some background noise. Yeah, like the Japanese commentary. Yeah, and, and like, like and they were and Taz and, and they were X like, felt the need to like point out the fact that they were not whispering in Japanese. Well, and, Taz brings it up and and makes the whole spiel about it, and then Excalibur decides to make fun, kind of make fun of it. Like saying that you know we weren't whispering to each other in Japanese. Oh my god, Taz continues to Taz is on like vampiro levels of of just saying weird, wild shit when he doesn't know what the hell else to say. (laughs) We we got we got some more great shit in that in that department. Um, I continue to absolutely adore Maki Ito's presentation in Red yeah, Ma- yeah, Maki Ito. Like after they after they they start with a big old schmozzy brawl three v three, but once it settles down, it quickly becomes Maki Ito doing all of her bits on Sheeta. Yes, yeah, no, Maki Maki Ito and Sheeta are the first in the ring, and they uh, it was kind of cool to see someone like Maki Ito go up against someone like you know as prestigious as Hikaru mm-hmm. Sheeta. When yeah. she's just clowning constantly on everybody she fights. Yeah, poor Ito does not hit her her falling her die her falling headbutt the coquette. Her Luigi looking ass falling headbutt that makes me so so happy. I legit have to wonder if she like got that from Smash because it just it just looks no, like she, t- she stole that from another. She stole that from uh, um, wrestler Amer- another Japanese wrestler Tanma. Can't think of oh, his first yeah. name right now. He does well, that exact maybe, move, but he she is a lot more comedic about it than he is. Well, maybe though he just, though he also does a bit where he never fucking hits on anybody. <laughs> like he always is. And then they go out. What I mean, Maki Ito. The thing with her is she's so good with her face. I mean, she's good with everything physically. She's so good with her face. She's so expressive, and I love. She kind of gets this like this like blank slight smile slight manic face when she falls over like she looks like she turns into like a video game npc for a second of just like <laughs> down um it's so i god she's so much fun to watch um at, but of of course Sheeta gets her own shit too what i what i kind of noticed is uh maki ito tries to get some hits in on Sheeta, and Sheeta no sells them and it looked to and like it looked like an insane flex. Like seeing a normal sized wrestler like Hikaru Shida no sell on something, it's it it makes you look insanely powerful. It mm-hmm. was it was like it was it, uh, like eye opening. Like I, I love Shida. I I 
I still, I haven't gotten to see nearly as much of her still as I would like, but like, goddamn, seeing her in that moment, I was like, fuck, this is a powerful worker. Yeah. That was so cool. Yeah. And then, uh, Maki, the only, the only Maki generally gets clowned on because that's Maki Ito, but she She's does, on fit, though. she does get several of her headbutts in. And that's that's kind of her way to get over on people. Sheeta included. She knocks Sheeta down for with her with her head with the big headbutt. She she yeah she actually lands she actually lands the headbutt on her, which is great. And she does her spot of like going and fucking hitting her head on the ring post. Yeah, to like hype herself up. She, yeah, da, da, da. so. She's so unhinged. Magito is insane. Yeah, uh, and then and then we get a swap out. Uh, Maki and uh, and Venny tag out, and um, and I think Sheeta then proceeds to tag in with uh, with Rin Katakura. Yeah, and- Ren, Ren and Emmy get uh, the next bit that I, I bought. I wrote down. I didn't write down all the different time interaction groups, but no. I, Ren and Emmy came up close to that because I wrote "fuck your back, Ren," because. Ren gets hit with a nasty backbreaker twice from any Yeah. What also cracked me up was there's a spot where, where Venny's kind of trying to do some, like, rope bouncing. And from the sidelines, May Saruga catches her legs and trips her. And then immediately receives to look very scandalized that, yeah. that Venny got tripped by her. She's like, oh, no, who did that? Yeah, who, who, we're all trying to find out who we're, did who, it. Yeah. <laughs> we're all trying to find out who did this. Yeah, that was that was exact. The the Wiener Mobile energy was strong yeah. with her. I have to say. Yeah. So uh, I also wrote uh, at one point. Ren hits hits um, Vaney with a drop kick, and she rolls threw it into the corner and lands upright. I was like, she's the coolest looking motherfucker here. Benny is phenomenal. Um, and, and, uh, her ability to, to like be both really like lanky and acrobatic and also strong as fuck. It's she's, 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 she's a more like, I, I, I don't know how to describe it other than smooth. She's like, she's like, fluid that's the word i'm looking for she's like a more to me she's almost like a more fluid version of like yuka sakazaki of like a really strong all-arounder but whereas whereas yuka's presentation is a little more brutish venny's is a little more is a little more like fluid and and mm-hmm. and limber um also um look okay i know that we that we know now that the whole venny being envy thing was just it was just a translation error um sure but they did not know that at the time. No, they uh, didn't. And so, Taz, if anything, Taz, Taz was not. correctly using the correct. Taz, <laughs> ultimate irony. Taz was just flatly by by that by those standards misgendering her. But actually, he was the one who was right about it all along. And I don't know exactly know how to feel about that. Team Taz, baby. Team Taz always knows what's up. <laughs> uh yeah he he's he's a brilliant man i mean he's what what, what can i say yeah. um uh, uh no, a, a a bit that i made sure to remind myself happened is that around this point of the match with it was the dick on Rin segment of the portion of the program uh was oh no was this was they did this to may saruga i forget which one i forget i think it might have been may they did this on 
because Emmy kind of kicked both their asses at different early parts of this match. Yeah. So I can't quite remember who hit who, but it's when Emmy starts heart starts singing and she's getting uh either Ren or or Smay up in the surfboard, and then Maki Ito harmonizes with her from the yes! and then to get even wilder, it may uh, uh Maki Ito runs into the ring. She starts singing a high note and, and, just and she holds, holds the note while yeah. Emi Sakura rolls around in the surfboard with a May or Rin the whole time. And then it all ends with Emmy holding uh, her opponent up, like stomach up. So then, and then Mock Ito gets to do the diving headbutt on her while she's yes. there. Yeah, we we got we got we got that great spot. Um, Absolutely, I can also think. something I something I noticed. Uh, again, God, this is this another this was another great uh, example of how commentary can really fill in some great little story beats for you. Of mm-hmm. you know being sure to mention that um, um, Rin and uh, Rin and May are you know they they are students of Emmy, right? Yeah. So is Shida. Yeah, Shida was also trained by Emmy Sock. Yeah. Um, but, but Rin and May both were as well, right? Okay. All yes, three, all, thir- all-, all three of team belt were trained because, by because what's cool about this is like what I noticed, despite the fact that Rin and May clearly don't, the, the fact that at the very least Rin is not very pleased to be sharing a team with May, Rin and May seem to be birds of a feather work style. Like they, they move in very similar ways. They escape from holes in very similar ways. Mm-hmm. They, they attack in at least somewhat similar ways. I Tell me, tell me if I'm you know, off base here, but it looks like they're quite similar work-wise, which I think makes it extra funny that they just do not want to like be there. I don't know. I don't know enough about Rin Katakura's work to really know. That's fair. That's fair. But like they work together well, even if Rin doesn't feel like, doesn't bring nearly the same vibe. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't get, we didn't get nearly as much of, of that uh, YA action series pro tag need to get along episode as I was hoping we would in the, in the match, but you know, yeah, oh well. I guess I guess for that shit we gotta we gotta go over to to, to dynamite proper for uh, for uh, whatever shit's going on with the undisputed elite. Uh, yeah, <laughs> um, poor base, but like the match is very much structured of like Rin and May are like the younger rookier mm-hmm. women involved, yes. and all it's all built around like when Sheeta shows up, she's the. Best. She's the best wrestler in the match. Yeah, and and so, and I'll get into this more a little later. But when when she and Emmy go at it, oh boy, oh, it's absolutely um, a, a big mole, a big deal. I also I can't remember if I've commented on this before. God, I love the Japanese work style. Like mm-hmm. it's all a little more smooth. Like everyone feels a little bit more limber. And I think the the effect that really makes me notice it is like how it makes the brute strength spots stand out more. Like. Mm-hmm. All of us, like, like everyone moves so, so like fluid and limber to a extent and can do all these kind of cool, like, like flexible mm-hmm. acrobatic spots. Yeah. But some of them are just, just uh, some of them are just hiding some brute strength underneath. And when they can, like, weave that in, especially like really smoothly weave that into mm-hmm. the rest of their work, it, it creates some just, I think, hugely formidable workers. God, I love, I love the Japanese style of work. That's, it's, it's, 
sure. to die for. Yeah, also, yeah, yeah. Taz complimented like X's solo commentary at one point offhand, like when X was when we did the first episode and X was just doing commentary all by himself. Taz complimented it was like it was such wholesome content. I'm like, Aww. oh. Uh, another another cool bit is Hikaru Shida ends up uh she who who is she now she threw Vaney into them because yeah she she gets uh Emmy down in the corner and then Maki runs over to try to help and she just grabs Maki and throws her uh into the rope in like the middle rope and then Vaney comes over to try to help. And Sheeta just picks up Vanny, who is way taller than Sheeta is, by the way. Yeah. And just dumps Vanny into the corner so that she knocks into both Maki Ito and Emi Sakura. Oh my god, it was like so... I'm pretty sure Maki Maki got kicked in the face. She that. got fucking she 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 got it was it was it was a great it was a great spot. Holy shit. Um, yeah, uh, I'm just now remembering that uh, the, when explaining Maki Ito's common to on commentary, Excalibur mentions that she was in a idol group and she was fired because she wasn't popular. I was like, well, <laughs> well, I guess fair, shit. fair, I also, guess. Damn, all right. <laughs> I mean, just just put her on blast, why don't you? Yeah, yeah he, uh, that, he mentions that she's now popular in wrestling. Yeah, uh, we, we we have it on good authority that no one fucking cares about you, uh, and you're bad, and you should feel you should, bad. You should feel bad. You suck. It's a very technical comment. Boo! Boo this person. <laughs> I, uh, I, I wish I, I could make a boo joke out of this, but I can't think of it. Yeah. I think I, I can't think of a clever way to do it. They're saying boo Yeah, uh-huh, sure. Uh, I am sad. That, uh, it is sad that, like, her that Ma- Maki Ito's biggest call and response bit, you know, they're in a warehouse with no fans mm. where yeah. she gets up on the top turn where she's doing, she does the punches on from the top turnbuckle shtick mm. that most wrestlers do. And she does, she, oh, she yells out, who's the cutest in the world. And the correct answer is of course, Ito Chan. Yeah. And, I said and, it because I know it. Well, but, X, you know. Excalibur, Excalibur says it. I, it's so funny hearing fucking Excalibur say Ito Chan. Makes him sound like such a goddamn weeb. Which yeah, I know. Who would want to do that? I almost feel like he is, but but then but then Taz like yeah, I I I agree. I think she's just adorable. <laughs> he's he, uh, he's great. Also, May Saruga got a great spot of flipping Emmy Sakura, and again, the brute strength. This woman, like, it just seems like normal size. How the fuck do you just flip Emmy Sakura over like that? It was insane. Yeah. I, I mean, look, I guess she's gone to her school. She's probably learned how to flip Emmy Sakura, of all people, but goddamn, it's just it's just wild to see. She's bigger than you. She is distinctly bigger than you. How are you doing this, you fucking superhuman? Impossible. Um, also, um, this is kind of more random. I noticed in this match, something that I haven't, like, because a lot of Hikaru Shida's recent time on TV has been her feuding with Serena Deeb, and that's a nasty blood feud, and yada, yada, yada. Um, in this match, Sheeta's, like, smiling a whole lot. and it's She's, ha- she's just of, having fun out there. Yeah, it's kind of awesome to just watch her have fun. Mm-hmm. Like, it, she see, like... I, I I always have like because of the because of the Serena Deeb feud, I've pictured her as like this this you know super serious business. Uh, no, that's very someone who watched ass. her whole time with, with AEW. No, that's that's not like this is she doesn't have super blood feuds like this often. 
no, but she's she's so much fun. It's just so sweet to watch her having fun. And, and then, but then we get toward the end of the match, and yeah, it's time. Sheeta and Emmy, the teacher and student relationship, beautifully brought out, beautifully you know, uh, uh, brought to notice by commentary and exquisitely performed between the two yeah. of them. You dope, feel dope, that energy between super them. dope sequence where they where uh, Hikaru Shida hits a tilt a whirl backbreaker on Hikaru on Emi Sakura, which is mm-hmm. where you basically like flip somebody midair and then land them back their back onto your knee. And then Emmy's like, oh fuck you. And she does the tilt a whirl to, to uh, Hikaru Shida. And they're like head to head, like jaw jacking. And then Vanny and I think May is who jumps in for this bit. They jump in to try to like attack the other team person that's in the ring. And then Sheeta and Emmy do in stereo tilt a world backbreakers and then go back and stare it off. It was so nuts. They're so fucking talented. Um, uh, May and Hikaru Sheeta get a lot of get some good bits together. They commentary explicitly puts over that their relationship is kind of sisterly. And Mm -hmm. And so they do the bit that I, I passive, I, I casually to mention at the beginning of this part of where Hikaru Shida gets uh, Emmy trapped in like a full Nelson type situation. And May Saruga like dramatically like puts her, fi- her hand up and then just flicks Emmy Sakura in the forehead. And yeah. then they switch positions so that Hikaru Shida can do the exact same thing and emmy like sells it she gets mm-hmm. she gets big hurt from this flick to the forehead it's 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 big it's a big own i will tell you that it's, it's a big I, own. it's it's man you that's that's devastating you're devastated right now <laughs> you're devastated right now and then um, and then they top it off where uh mate Emmy uh, Hikaru Shida lets Maestruga climb up on top of her shoulders to then like moonsault onto Emmy. Mm-hmm. That was dope as hell. But yeah. then Emmy is able to get it turned around and eventually uh, gets does a bit where she like maneuvers May into uh, rolling up Hikaru Shida, and then she grabs both of them and just puts them both in a submission move while they're trapped it in was, each other. That was the the craziest shit I think I've ever seen. Like, double submission pretzel with, with two of her opponents at the same time, like, locking them into each other. What the hell? Yep. Eventually, the match kind of gets down to Shida and Vanny. Uh, I wrote a uh, big cap, Shida did the deal. She did hit the Falcon Arrow, and then uh, Vaney kicks out, which is purely impossible because nobody kicks out of the Falcon Arrow. Yeah, she was she was really confused I about should, that one. I should explain this bit here. Is it is this is is it from PWG? I, I, I hate to explain the joke, but in, I reference it a lot. Is that in PWG Excalibur with its commentary and Chuck Taylor, who is also on AEW TV, is part of the best friends. He does the Falcon Arrow, and he never kicks, and he ever pins anybody with the Falcon Arrow. But every time he hits the Falcon Arrow, Excalibur would go on Pete on commentary. He did the deal. Then they kick out. What? Nobody kicks out of the Falcon Arrow. <laughs> no. So this is now the Zero bit whenever anybody hits the Falcon Arrow, whenever whoever hits the Falcon Arrow, they did the deal. 
and yeah. then nobody kicks out of the falcon nobody... arrow okay yeah you reacted big to that i was wondering what was up with that um yeah, no, also big, big mean I got to rewind it for two seconds because if we're talking about like crazy spots, I don't think I've ever really seen before. There was one more that like, I don't see a lot of this tactic in wrestling. And every time I do, it's super mm -hmm. rare. And it's like super awesome is uh, there's a point where May Saruga's in the, uh, in the ring with Emmy and she does like a fake out move on Emmy at one. Oh point. yeah. When she does her big, like over the top faint moves where she like, like it's, it's like a jumping jack mid air. And then, but then doesn't hit them, and it's like, oh, I'm yeah, and it and it, it legit fakes me out, and I don't know if I've, I, I, no, I very seldom see. I've only ever seen, ever seen Mace Aruga do that. I don't just, I generally don't see people do that. Period. Yeah, it's, wrestling needs more feints. No, it was, it was, it, it. Well, the thing that it did for me is it made Saruga look really smart. It's great how like mm -hmm. little unique spots like that can just do so much to put a wrestler over in, in, in your yep. mind. But anyway. Um, yes, uh, Sheeta does not pin. After that, though, Sheeta does her running knee to Vaney. I forget what it's called specifically. And and pins uh, Vaney to win the match. It's not totally surprising. She is the AEW Women's Champion. Yeah. But she did get the dub. And after the match, Emi Sakura is a sore loser. And a title attacks everybody. And they fight her off. And then Maki Ito comes to also do this. And obviously they they fight Ito off. And then after the Ito is laying on the outside after getting beaten up by the baby faces. And then Emmy just starts stomping her out too. Yeah. The, the, I mean, I the you know, heels gonna heal, sore loser gonna sore loser, waka waka. Uh the team belt kind of fights back but it's you know just messy ending for all oops yep and now extremely fun match that uh, was yeah it show. was that that had some insane i probably had it had the most exciting spots of the night i, I will tell you that much that was that was mm -hmm. incredible three, yep. three on three i wish that i wish that AEW put that kind of stuff on tv more often because Damn. they really don't they really don't and you know shocker every time they like let the women do cool shit. It's always like kind of fucking dope. Like one of the best AEW matches I've ever watched. And I'm still not over to this day was that fucking like women's street fight. Um, that was just so insanely bloody and off the chain that I will Wait, like, well, now I got to say which one, because they've had multiple, uh, the, the, the giant, the giant one at Daly's place, uh, with, with bunny and Anna J. Oh and, yeah. Uh, that one was sick. It was, that's one of the best AEW matches ever. Hey, hmm, again, Tony Khan, I am once again asked, well, you know the drill. Yeah, we know the deal. Check uh, your Twitter, then, dumbass. <laughs> so then we go to Yuka Sakazaki versus Ryu Mizunami uh, for it, to, to advance to the finals of the Women's Eliminated Tournament. Get your eyes in the chat because Yuka is here. Yuka's here. Austin's very happy. And then and then Ryu shows up and I'm very happy and I'm just here to fucking party. And Yuka headbutts the camera at the end of her entrance. I mean, I don't see how she could possibly be a bad guy. Like people keep telling me that she is a heel and a bully and mean in her in Tokyo Joshi Pro. And I just don't see it. I think that clearly if anyone is being bullied by Yuka Sakazaki, they clearly deserve it. So <laughs> he cannot possibly be the bad guy. 
oh no, we we've come full circle. Austin's having Austin's having the same thing as I had like at the very beginning of this podcast when I like discovered heels before I knew they were heels and just loved them. And then afterward, I'm like, fuck it, I don't care anyway. That that the, their enemies get what's coming to them. Yeah, you're damn right. And to prove my point that Yuka Sakazaki objectively not the bad guy here is when Ryu and Yuka do the pre-match handshake, Ryu crushes Yuka's hand. Yeah, damn. Ryu seems to have taken some notes from from fighting Aja Kong last week. You know, it's power move. You got to do the power moves. It's no, it, it, I mean this was this was uh, this is you know it's between the last match and this match for my favorite of the night. Mm. Um again, I would this... also I would also I would also put this match at number 2. Yeah, like this one didn't have like all the insane spots of the first one, but also had like the higher stakes. Um, so, but, but what, what I really liked about this match was it seemed to me like the, like, it seems like, it seems like Ryu Mizunami is getting like a really strong, like character arc for this particular tournament. Cause we talked last time we were here about how the, her match against Aja Kong, was meant to was was short was sort of her learning to 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 take it a little more seriously when she has to and um you know still but but still kind of keep her edge and not get not get complacent and still you know have fun and party but like but like mix in some seriousness with like the with the fun she's having and this feels like an evolution of that it feels like we're getting a whole new Ryu Mizunami here mm-hmm. like she's a, she's a little more ruthless she's a little she's she's less goofy in ring and she is trying to make Yuka Sakazaki hurt like the only time she really goofs around is she gets the she does the machine gun chops and then she like da- tries to dance on the last one and Yuka ducks it yeah he took took the time to dance on it yeah um so i i'm loving this character we're getting and it's what's what makes this what makes this match especially good again david coming around and yuka sakazaki yay um is that yuka is a fucking chameleon when it comes to her in-ring work she can no matter who you pair her up with she can match she can match the work and make it look effortless so so you so so Ryu Mizunami is trying to make Yuka Sakazaki hurt, and Yuka is turning it around and showing and displaying just as much power toward Ryu as Ryu has, able to to match her in some cases, outclass her, catch her on small things, and overpower her, and it creates the the overall effect is for this whole match. It creates this this great nail biter that shows one person Ryu Mizunami who is we've seen clawing her way to the top and learning so much just in the short span and really kind of coming into her own for this, for this set of matches and Ryu Mizunami or, or for Yuka Sakazaki who just can effortlessly meet you at your level and give you a fucking run for your money. And I, I'll say what I said last time about her. Mm-hmm. That makes Yuka fucking terrifying. So it is, it, 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 again, it almost creates this pseudo underdog in Ryu Mizunami because even though there's a decent portion toward the beginning where like Ryu is dominant, when you see Yuka Sakazaki starting to catch up, you get really scared and things start to get really tense because she doesn't 
play it up like this is a struggle for her. She plays it like she could easily, like if, if she's given just the right opportunity, she could easily mm-hmm. overpower Ryu and get that, um, like get, get that pin, no problem. And it's, it's terrifying. It's, yeah, it's like fascinating because like Ryu is portrayed as stronger of the mm-hmm. two and is able and is able to throw Yuga around at points, but mm-hmm. Yuga is presented as strong enough to also be able to throw Ryu around and also she's not just strong enough she's also just way faster than Ryu that's kind of that's kind of the way they have Ryu kind of play be the underdog spot is that is that Yuga's just faster than Ryu and is able to take these shots and kind of take out Ryu's knee uh, in a much the same way that Ryu was able to be faster and take out Aja Kong's knee last Mm -hmm. time Mm -hmm. now yeah, it's it's all it it reads almost like a boss fight where the boss can match you at your flat power level and also has the edge and it's like, also as fast. Like, so fuck execute, you. yeah, uh, execute like faster like combos and 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 uh, and sequences and shit. Like, mm-hmm. Ryu, well, guess I'll die. Ryu Mizunami got to do the uh, ten thousand butt taps method to get out of it. True, point. true. I will say. Uh, you know, I, I, I think to... actually I think they're I think the Aja Kong match was the ten thousand butt taps match as a, <laughs> as, a as a as a comparison. Yeah. War of attrition, baby. Sometimes it's all you got to do. Yeah, um, but uh, uh, but uh, I think that's funny. I, I don't say know. real quick is uh, is uh, just we... oh sorry, go ahead. I was like, before we move on to anything more important, uh, this is around the mid the or the mid part of the match is that they're doing stuff on the outside and Taz tries to start like using doing counts in Japanese to like yeah. show that he knows them. And the Excalibur's like they, they counted in uh, English. Tommy's guys. actually counting in English, dude, is what is exactly what he says. Yeah. And, um, and, and Taz tries to tries to talk about it. it's like he's going to Japan. He and he and they like and they they have the English count and he was so surprised, but that's just the way they always do it over there. And I like to imagine that Taz spent a very long time learning how to count to 20 in japan for this moment so that he'd be aware of what the outside ring count is and then he'd get there and he realized it was for nothing he got really excited like like it's it's the kid who like who is in class or like i don't know you're doing a trivia thing or something and you're really excited because like you this is like you you've been preparing for this moment you know the answer ooh, 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 and then you get picked up and you just fucking bomb it out is exactly mm-hmm. like like Taz got so excited, and then just X brought his whole world crashing down, just being like, they, 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 they count in English, dude. He's counting in English right now, dude. And Taz's like, oh, oh, well, yeah, you know, when I, when I, when I was in Japan, I was, I, I remember they, they count in English, and I was surprised because, because I, I was like, why did they count in Japanese? And just, just somehow completely slipped his mind, despite the time he spent doing this for, for a while in Japan. God. Man, X is he's 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 really trying here. The magical malapropisms of 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 of, ta- of the Tasmaniac. Also, uh, uh, on that same vein, he says something too about not sure Ryu can match Yuka's energy, and like I, he probably meant speed. But like if we're talking about energy, like bruh, of of all people, Ryu Mizunami, the party girl, can't match Yuka Sakazaki's energy. Are you are you are you sure about that, Tasmaniac? Are you, <laughs> are you sure about that? Positive. Also, Taz says it hurts like the Dickens. Hurts like the Dickens. Classic phrasing. Phrasing here. Good job. I love Taz. him. 
Yeah, uh, and, although, although he does, he does make up for it. And sorry, I just have like four notes in a row about Taz's commentary. I'm just not ah. realizing. But like, but he uh, he does redeem himself in that. If we're talking about the things you get excited for, because you 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 know the thing you've been preparing for this moment. Oh man, Taz gets to bring out that suplex expertise because. Oh yeah. He he, he goes into a very he goes into a rather detailed explanation of a of, of a what german wheelbarrow suplex that ryumi zanami pulls out in yuka sakazaki and he's very yeah, specific, yes, he like he, he's he's very specific because because what it is is like um ryu tries to hit some move on yuka and yuka like counters it uh or you you like doesn't let her do it she kind of no sells it but ryu has her like kind of hanging upside down and yuka's like we this is fun and uh you can kind of or ryu kind of stops and like contemplates for a second and then he holds her for a long time she holds her just kind of thinking like "Hmm, what do i do and then she just throws shows throws you get the fuck over her shoulder and taz goes from dicking around on commentary to be like ah yes you see she just executed the 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 juman wheelbarrow suplex and what's very important about that is that you have to have an opponent who's smaller than you now i am not a very i'm not a very tall guy there's a lot of guys who are taller than me so i wasn't able to execute that move much in my time like like you just go straight into like like the perfect computer analysis mode of exactly what the suplex fuck is machine is 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 coming to is coming out right now. <laughs> it's, coming, it's like it's like the two sides of ta- of like of he's just kind of like dicking around and having a good time, and then like he hears his like trigger phrase of suplex, and just like his ears perk up, and just his mind starts going into calculator mode. <laughs> And he's all of a sudden the the most brilliant technical commentator you have ever heard in your life. Yep. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, we coming on down to stretch of the match. Ryu Mizunami uh, kicks out of the magical girl splash. Yeah. And I was like, well, fuck me, I guess. Yeah, and no. Then, sorry, sorry, buddy. Yeah, and then it kind of all ends when Ryu uh, spears the fuck out of Yuka. Jesus yeah, Christ. Oh, that was rough, buddy. That was a stiff spear tackle, and then he hit her, hits Sakazaki with a big clo- lariat, and then reunites with a kind of Falcon's arrow. I don't sort of like that, uh, but she does get the pin and the win. Mizunami is going to the finals. Yes, I'm so fucking happy that the one who's been my favorite from the start gets to gets to go on to the to the finals. I did I did not expect that. I was half expecting Ryu to get to get dicked out by Kong last time, and I was real like toward the end. I was I was biting my nails because, like I said, Yuka Sakazaki is fucking horrifying, and I like up until that very last second. It looked like she was still in the game, and she could just if she got just the right spot, she could tip. She could tip Ryu over, no problem, and pin her and destroy her. Like 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 Yuka Sakazaki's like Abba droid looking ass over here. She you like you like knock her around for a little bit, and then she picks up on what you're doing, and she's just like, actually, no, you. And so I was like nail biting up until the very end. So huge victory moment for me. I felt so happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was this was a this was a fucking brilliant match and what a hell of an outcome! Oh, I'm so fucking happy! All right, to the American side we go to the March first episode of AEW Dark. Mm-hmm. Uh, first, we open with Leva Bates versus Maddie Miss Reality 
Maddie Rinkowski. I feel like the librarian is here. Miss Miss Reality versus Miss Three Ninety Eight Point Two. Miss Dewey Decimal System. True. I look. I'm very rusty on my Dewey. However, I remember like when I was in elementary school, in like library class, he uh we. our librarian showed us this fucking like video talking about like where to find fiction in the Dewey decimal system. And I remember so distinctly it's look for 398.2. So hey. Miss Reality versus Miss Fiction. Let's fucking yeah. go. Miss Miss Reality, what does it mean? What does that mean? I don't know, but it's evocative. Gets the people going. <laughs> reality. Hell yeah, I like reality. I I, I I love me some reality. Let's go, reality. <laughs> yeah. So uh, is it opens with Taz trying to talk about Lima Bates. He's going to ask you at the library with the books. Yeah. What 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 if they blast this song from the library? And then he, he kind of stops and he's like, you know, in case you don't, you didn't hear him cracking. The library, in case you don't know library, is with, with, with the books. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank and he you, starts singing Taz. Lima Bates' theme. Yeah. He sings, yeah. he sings along Matt, too. Maddie does not get an entrance. Uh, which should have spelled doom for her. Yeah. Traditional jobber entrance logic. True. Maddie Maddie looked skeptical as fuck of, of Leva at first, and then just off the bat starts getting absolutely wrecked by Leva too. Well, she opens it with taking, Leva Bates came out with several books because she mm-hmm. is a librarian. And she has the Young Bucks autobiography with her because that was this was right around when that book was getting released. And so they're hawking it a lot on air. Mm -hmm. Uh, The best I will say right now, the best uh, advertisement for the Young Bucks autobiography they ever did on air was when Kenny Omega went to an elementary, did a vignette where he went to an elementary school to read the autobiography to children. And one of the kids asked why the two men on the cover were looking at each other's dicks. (laughs) (laughs) No fucking way, dude. Kenny Omega no reading way. the children's vignette was absolutely incredible. Wait, was that scripted or was that legit? Yes, it's scripted. Okay. Like it, was, it, was, it was one of the Kenny Omegas as world champion bits they did during this that, time. They that is so it. funny. I kind of wish it weren't scripted because that's magic. Why are they looking also, at it? Also, 100% true. If you look at the Young Bucks autobi, as soon as I say that, they, on the cover of the Young Bucks autobiography, they're looking at each other's dicks. You can't unsee it. Auto, now that I say it. Wait, wait. Oh, they, they, are, they fucking are. It looks like they're having a dick check. No. <laughs> That's so funny. That's no way, dude. That's hysterical. pull them out like they gotta compare like like man i think i got herpes what does your look like yeah <laughs> man leva bates is uh is really getting a kick out of looking at that cover i think that gotta get that that horny librarian trope going i mean if it, it like i'm i'm just saying if they weren't brothers like it could be it could be the cover of a book my mom would read ah 
really look i i honestly could see that getting trans like like transplanted onto the uh cover of oh fuck what's the what's the publishing house what's the publishing house i don't know the 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 the, the one that publishes all the horny books and right. you know and 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 be like i don't know bucks in love or something i can even <laughs> see it called like young bucks and like they're just staring down at just each only other that, just keep it as that yeah and you know things are gonna get real steamy baby yeah uh, anyway back to the match maddie right throws the, match. the autobiography at leva and abuse of a book is sends leva into a rage yeah uh, I don't know uh, where Maddie gets off doing shit. I assume those books belong to the library. Like, like, bro, it's kind of a, it's kind of a dick move right there. Oh, um, we're not there yet to the real dick move of those books, but. Oh, that's that's true. I also, um, I also love that that Leva fucking like throws a book at at Maddie. Um, and I have to say, uh, throwing the book. While I do understand that you are a librarian, um, and you know, books are your thing. I feel like if you're going to, you know, do a spot of throwing the book, you, you should, you should, you know, maybe consider instead, you know, marketing yourself, your, 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 your gimmick under a legal profession. You know, that's a, that's a whole like thing. Throw the book mm -hmm. at her. I could, you know, if you were the lawyer, Leva Bates, yeah. eat that thing and it, it could, you could, it, you could make a whole thing out of it, but you know, you're missing, you're missing the, the symbolism anyway. I mean, technically wouldn't that be a judge gimmick more than a lawyer gimmick? I suppose. I guess the judge does do the ultimate. Now I need to see Leva Bates come out in like a judge robe and like the judge wig, except it's also dyed like stark blue. Um, I mean, Leva Bates is famously kind of a cosplay wrestler. So like she'd probably be down for it. I wait. All right. Here's what I need. I need Leva Bates coming out dressed as the fucking judge from that one Batman animated series episode um where harvey dent creates a accidentally creates a third personality for himself who tries to murder all of the criminals in gotham including harvey dent um That's, that sounds about right for harvey that, dent i'm oh, gonna kill heard, myself and everybody else here oh have you never heard of that episode i don't remember it off the top oh of shit i just spoiled a good episode for you anyway um, oh well oh, either, shucks. i'm right in the middle of that rewatch of batman the animated series david look Look, I, I recommend it. Good episode. Anyway, getting off track. Again, welcome to this podcast. But Yeah, um, so Leva's in control for a lot of the match. Kind of gets to show off her offense. Yeah. Um we're if we're talking about weird shit the announcers say, this one actually goes to Excalibur of Leva must be wearing bowling shoes because that hit was exactly on target. What? Yeah, I didn't get that either at all. I, was I like, don't what? X are X are you are you like sniffing whatever the hell Taz is on right now? Are you yeah. do we need to have an intervention, buddy? Um yeah, so eventually what Maddie does Maddie Rinkowski does is she takes the book, another actually it's the same Young Bucks book. And yeah, she starts ripping pages out of the book. Yeah, and it like free it like really pisses off Leva. Leva grabs one of the other books she has and threatens to hit Maddie with it. And the ref is like, no, Leva, we don't do that. Don't and use Brooks' weapons. The... And Maddie, two seconds later, lol. No, because he the referee takes the book out of Leva's hands. And while he is 
going over to the other corner to put this book away. Maddie grabs a third book and it clocks Leva Bates in the head with too the book. many books, too many, too many books. books, too many books, too many books. Uh, anyway, I gotta say, Maddie gets the pin for the win off of yeah, shockingly. I have to say, Leva Bates is one of those. Re- God, I I really do wish we could see more of her on TV. Leva's one of those wrestlers where like she doesn't seem like that stand that much of a standout worker. But God, she's, she's so not. Much but she's a great character. Fun. Yeah, she's such a good character. Give me more. She's so much fun. She is a very fun character, even if she is not the most smooth and technically proficient wrestler. She makes up for it with charisma. Sometimes yeah. that's all you need. Oh, seriously, I, I, I like. I could I could stand so much more of her. Why I'm so sad she's not mm-hmm. she doesn't get to show up on TV anymore. Anyway, yeah. Uh, this was probably my least favorite match of the night. Oh, and I would put th- I would put this fourth. I, it was fun. I I quite enjoyed it, but like I was in the mindset of like I'm here for my like good good work spots, and this was not the good good work match. This no, nah, the these ne- this match and the next one were very much they they li- literally took ten minutes combined yeah. off of the YouTube episode. So. Yeah, and I'm neither terribly impressed in ring by Maddie Rinkowski nor Leva Bates, and it just helped by Leva Bates like having fun spots and Maddie. Rinkowski I am neither, but it is the book shenanigans is what put it on top. Of me that's that, that's that's fair. I will fully admit that it that it's that it's my own bias to 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 Layla Hirsch in the next match that that puts this one lower. I didn't right. hate this match by any means. It's just no. it was just it was just a goofy one. Yeah. The next match is Miranda Alize. I said that wrong in the front half. Yes. Against Layla Hirsch. And uh, I will note that Alize, despite having a, a mask, a like Lucha-esque mask uh, in her profile picture before the match, she doesn't get an entrance, so I don't really know when she took it off, but she doesn't wrestle in the mask. Yeah, I was confused by that. I'm like, oh shit, Lady Luchador, and then I, I and then oh, shit, no, that's not, that's like, not Lady Luchador. I have been deceived. <laughs> I I feel like I I was I was shown one person and given another. What is yeah. scandal of the century? What is happening? They sure. swapped they swapped out wrestlers at the last second. Although, wouldn't they just want to keep her under the mask anyway? I want to believe that. She was that that she wasn't able to find her mask, and she's <laughs> like, "Well, guess I'm unmasked now." I'm really just the jobber. I'm just gonna go. Yeah, it's just uh, fuck. I can always make a new mask. <laughs> yeah. So Layla Hirsch and Miranda Alize follow the five minute squash match on dark formula. Yeah, pretty um, much. Alize gets a lot gets a lot of offenses, a little bit of offense in. They kind of take advantage of the fact that. She is way bigger than Layla Hirsch is to kind mm. of play into that. But then Layla Hirsch just like hits her moves and wins. Yeah. I mean, here's I just fucking love Layla Hirsch. Layla Hirsch is a is is a standout worker in an in a number of ways. I, I adore her. I think she's I think she's got so much fucking talent. I desperately need her to get over her injury so she can be, get back to getting pushed on TV. 
so does anytime I see Layla Hirsch on TV I'm, or doing anything, I'm just, I'm, I'm happy. A little bit of sure, sure. there. I'll, I'll, I'll fully admit. So that's what I puts make, it over. It's just Layla Hirsch doing good work. I could yeah, watch that. I make, I make a note that she, that Layla Hirsch catches Alizé in her arm bar and Alizé starts tapping out before Layla Hirsch fully has the arm bar even in. I know. Alizé's like, Alizé's like, ah, shit. Is it, uh, is this it this was the finish. I'm, I'm, I'm done. Is it even, is it even worth it? She's like, I, 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 I want to think in kayfabe that just at this point, Layla Hirsch is so terrifying to her that she just like anticipates and she can like feel the phantom pain. She's like, no, 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 I'm out. Oh God. Oh mercy. Get me out of here. And then in our main event, yes. Thunder Rosa versus Nyla Rose in the U.S. finals of the Women's Eliminator Tournament. Yeah. Baby. Now here we got the full. Here we got the full crowd of mm. AEW wrestlers as opposed yeah. to the other two dark matches there's like five people total watching those mat those two matches but they got the they got the locker room emptied for this one they yeah got the the, the ass boys are actually getting whoa other people whoa whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, they, they actually kind of got other people in on it uh it still sucks that it didn't translate over to the rest of the audience when they came back but who cares um they yeah, got man, other people to do it is the dopest chant. I, it, I kind of. Uh, we need to make a promise that the Detroit show we're doing. Oh, without chant. without question, we're gonna. Get, I I know how to. It'll only be the boys. six of us, but we're gonna get that fucking chant, dude. Oh, we're do you you have not experienced the power of the boys when they when they combine their voices for for chaotic purposes? Okay, and also I with not to brag, I am terribly talented at um uh conditioning my boys um <laughs> at, at at training them i whenever whenever jurassic express shows up i got everybody doing the arm Whoa. wavy boys i got people singing along to to judas with me i got i got at the very least kyle singing along to call the personality with me they are they are quite susceptible to my suggestions so i will i, I will I, we will absolutely get them in on the the thunderstruck chant but yeah Nyla Rose versus Thunder Rosa. Hmm, this feels familiar. Um, yeah, I, I have not seen this at all recently. Not at all. Um, I have to say, it, where it's so was the cake? Is where what was I'm the cake? Ask. Where was? Where was? Do you think I'm stupid? Yes. Yes. So good. I that love was, that. that was fantastic. Any forever standing Vicky Grow. Uh, uh, the first, I, the first thing I noted was that uh, the Contron. That's what I'm calling the video board. <laughs> <laughs> because the Titan Tron is what they call it in WWE, is Titan Towers, and I don't have a better name for it. And it, it, it's like a the Kleenex Tron, situation, Tron. you know. Yeah. And where like the thing, like the generic, the specific name has become the generic name in most people's eyes. But you know, I like to call it the Contron because Tony Khan. Contron. Anyway, the Contron. Change the vid change to Nyla Rose's entrance video before Thunder Rose's song ended. And I was kind of wondering if Nyla was gonna co accidentally come out to Thunder's music. <laughs> oh, that would that would have been ultimate power move in my approximation. Mm -hmm. I, I have to say, for us memeing about the fact that we've seen this match up recently, it is interesting to see it through the lens of like Thunder Rosa pre-major championship push. Um yeah, this is this is honestly even before uh, her the kind of the big match with Britt. Yeah, she had. this is this is very much still like 
she was kind of more like at this point she's still more known for being like an nwa wrestler and the nwa women's champion than she is as a figure on aew tv yeah i think i i mean i pointed this out a lot with her match uh against riho last time is i think what really sets it apart from where she is now is like where she is now in aew like post major like blood match with Britt, like um she looks she she's 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 a little more manic and a little less refined i think um mm-hmm. she's she's brilliant in ring don't get me mm-hmm. wrong but there's like there's like this angry desperate energy constantly that now that like nowadays seems like she's a she she like as a character choice keeps like a little more like under check to be a little bit more like calculating um yeah but she still makes for a hugely formidable opponent and dear god like this is this matches her like trying to outfox nyla a lot of the time and yeah. she does and she even manages to like physically overpower she nyla. plays big early on into the into what's nyla yeah. yeah she's able to she's able to slam nyla and which is imp- always an impressive feat. multiple times she picks up nyla rose how yeah i i don't get it either i mean yes nyla helps it can help someone in jumping but that's still a lot of weight to have to like direct in a in a slam i don't that's insane to me yeah it was it was kind of nuts mm-hmm. um the, the to, to watch to watch her do that and i mean nyla is just trying to she's like she's like fuck you i'm i'm not letting you do this to yeah, me both, that just seems to be the 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 mo the entire time yeah of they, like, do, they, I do don't very, care. they do a very traditional uh story beats of attacking each other's limbs to, to weaken mm-hmm. the opponent where uh nyla's knee is attacked and thunder is get atta- gets attacked in her lower back and mm-hmm. they play into that later in the match is thunder rosa multiple times sets up nyla to slam her but she can't and then nyla rose is slower moving and even can barely get up to the top rope for her knee drop because she is that knee is injured yeah um also shout out to thunder rosa doing a series of like flying kicks that look absolutely like dope as hell oh yeah she she was was drop kick city up in here yeah she like those looked like they fucking hurt like she she put power into those i don't know how the hell you do something like that um yeah. also i gotta say uh one more taz commentary note uh um you know you can't for as much as i like to talk about the aw commentators no matter their alignment being a little more fair and balanced tm toward everybody in ring you know still the heel still can't help but heel uh, root for heel kind um and t- Taz is kind of defending like some of uh, some of Nyla's what what uh, X classifies as Nyla's like dirty tricks, and Taz says back uh, scratching the light. Yeah, yeah. Taz Taz of course has has to defend her with. There's nothing wrong with using old school tactics like playing possum. Possum's been doing it forever. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, Thank you. Yeah. Taz. You're talking about playing possum. I forgot about that. Yeah, like like it's like nyla's on the outside and is like trying and like is trying to to fake thunder out uh, on when she's gonna get back in the ring and x is like man it's kind of a dirty trick right there which eh, 
Uh, I don't really think so, but okay. And Taz just has to remind us that, hey, nothing wrong with playing possums. The possum, it's all the raid. Been all possums the raid. Been, possums, possums been, so been playing possum for, 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 for forever. That's what I got me. <laughs> it's not suplex related, so Taz doesn't have something t- terribly uh, uh, insightful or scientific to say about these. Nature's heels. The nature's, possums. Nature's heels. <laughs> Those fucking cowards having a built-in survival mechanism. Yeah, fuck them. Fuck those guys. Die, die like real possums. Die like real animals, you cowards. Yeah, um. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Rosa. Rosa gets the Death Valley driver on Nyla, which is nuts. Nyla does kick out though, but Rosa just keeps getting near fall after near fall. Yeah, it's a very good back and forth kind of hard hitting affair. Yeah, two wrestlers. It's uh, it's cool to see. It's cool to see, like, kind of what I was talking about with Yuka Sakazaki earlier. Really cool to see Thunder Rosa, uh, who again seems she she she's not one who you like associate as like a brute strength wrestler, at least not me off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. But like, goddamn, she picks up Nyla multiple yeah. times, and she seems really close to like overpowering her. But it's clearly yeah. wearing her. Is, is, is yeah, like the it's, main... it's not. It doesn't feel as effortless as Yuka Sakazaki mm-hmm. makes it when she does these. Yes, books. but but uh, Thunder Rosa is, is still strong enough to like get her shots in on Nyla Rose, and she goes for the top rope drop kick one more time, and but Th- Nyla Rose is able to catch her mid air for the Beast Bomb. One, two, three. Nyla Rose is going to the finals to face Ryu Mizunami. Yeah, which is Nyla versus Rio, two two big girls squaring off. Uh, although two of David's favorites, who, two of who? my two of two of my faves. I I I was very excited when I saw that you took a shine to Ryu Mizunami at the start of this. It was like, ooh, ooh, David's going to enjoy this tournament. I I did not. I was so not expecting the finals to be Ryu Mizunami versus nyla rose but oh my lord that is gonna be dope as hell yeah so overall i think a fun episode tonight quite fun quite fun like two salt two really strong matches in the tournament semifinals and then an absolutely phenomenal six woman tag team match yeah and then and then you know the and the and the and the uh two dark aw dark matches in the in jacksonville right okay Good. All right, you leave a Bates was fun and Layla Hirsch. Mm-hmm. I just, I just, I love me some Hirsch, baby. Yep. So I'll so, just, I'll take what I can get. Yeah. Next time, uh, we will be finishing off the tournament as well as a, as a few extra things. We'll that. But that is for next time in AEW. On the next episode of the Noobs and Knockouts podcast, we will be returning to ECF and W. As N- newly newly dubbed extreme, extreme championship wrestling, and I think after, we're told, after they told the fucking conference to go fuck themselves, they told the NWA to fuck off. They are extreme championship wrestling now, and but this is still a story about the Sandman and Tommy Dreamer, and things have escalated quite a bit at this point. As now we will be seeing Tommy Dreamer versus the Sandman in an I Quit match. Where you cannot, in case you don't know, you cannot, the match does not end until one person verbally says that they quit. I don't think I've ever seen an I quit match before. I wasn't oh. sure. I don't believe you had. 
that's exciting stuff. Mm. All right. Damn. After all this time, the noobs still breaking new ground, still learning yep. new things. Yep. But that is for next time. Until then, David, hit our plugs. Yes, sir. My dear friends, thank you so much for once again joining us on yet another episode of the Noobs and Knockouts podcast. We are so delighted to have you here. Uh, whether you are uh, brand new, a brand new noob to this world of wrestling or you're a longtime veteran, we, we just thank you for being here. For our... Uh, uh, we here at the News and Knockouts podcast like to think that we are friendly to both News and Knockouts alike. So no matter where you stand, we hope you've had a great time. If you're a returning listener, viewer, what have you, you know the drill. Thanks again for once again welcoming us back into your eardrums, your eyeballs, whatever it is to consume our content. You know how all this goes. It's just great to have you back. Keep on coming back. It's a good time. If you are brand new, if you have never consumed our content before, this is your first time with us. Welcome. We are so delighted to have you here. Uh, and hey, if you're having a, if you're having a good old time and you wanna you wanna keep having a good old time with us, well, hey, we got a few ways of of checking us out. If you're not sure, well, I have you covered. First of all, you can find us on YouTube. We are the News and Knockouts podcast on YouTube. Hit subscribe, ring that bell, make sure it turns a nice little solid color so you get notifications every single time we drop a brand new episode. Uh, like, comment, add us to your playlist. Check out our playlist. Austin has been kind enough to organize all of our arcs and companies and eras and shit that we follow into their own separate playlists. So if you want to check out a specific thing, you can do that without having to do a whole lot of jumping around. And hey, more recent episodes, you can see our lovely faces, our beautiful HUD and all the little secret visual gags that, that we hide in for, for the uh, for the for the people who, who take the time to, to, to look at our pretty faces. It's a good time. Uh, but of course, if you are a fan of the audio only experience, you can find us as well on three of the best places to find your podcast. And that would be Spotify, Google and Apple Podcasts. Check them the hell out. Uh, check us check us out on there, that grand old audio-only experience. Uh, you know, rate us, review us, download us, whatever whatever it is to, you know, let us know that you're listening, let other people know that you're listening, and say, hey, these guys are pretty cool. You know, maybe you should check them out just saying. For our audio-only friends, that is the Noobs and Knockouts podcast on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Never going to let you forget that. Uh, of course, outside of that, we have kind of our three main ways you can get in contact with us. The first, the big one, the Kahuna Burger, whatever, uh, our Twitter. You can find us on Twitter at Noobs and Knox Pod. That's Noobs, the letter N, Knox Pod. Come check us out there. We love it over on the Twitter. We love to drop dank memes and engage with the broader wrestling fandom discourse, whatever the hell's going on there, yelling at people for their for, for ranting about casual fans or whatever the fuck else. Uh, we, of course post every single time we drop a brand new episode so you guys know what the hell's going on and of course the highlight of our twitter is weekly wrestling live tweeting my friend what is on the docket coming up sure every week 8 p.m eastern uh, on tbs is aew dynamite boom boom uh with uh me and david both watching that live on a pretty regular basis so usually one of us is at least one of us is live tweeting dynamite mm -hmm. uh in addition you have the AEW, WWE, and impact wrestling pay-per-views i like to keep keep up with those as best i can uh so upcoming for that AEW double or nothing on may 29th uh, that is rapidly approaching and oh boy what a car that is shaping up to be and we're still a couple weeks out from it Indeed. is we serena d versus thunder rosa for the AEW women's world championship hangman adam page versus CM Punk for the AEW World Championship. And we also are set to have the tournament finals for the men and women's Owen Hart Cup so far, and with more matches in the coming weeks. 
hell. Then for WWE coming off of WrestleMania Backlash is hell in a cell on, oh, June, on June 5th. Uh, you know, there's you know, there's plenty that I could say about the fact that Hell in a Cell has become a watered-down concept by making it an annual event that you're just kind of contractually obligated at this time of year to compete in a Hell in a Cell mass as opposed to it being a sign of a feud that has become so vicious that it could only be solved in a cage. Oh, well. Uh, that is on June 5th. <laughs> okay. Well, there, I don't know any matches for that show yet. It's a little too early. Yeah. Uh, then on June 19th for Impact Wrestling is Slammiversary. On the 20th anniversary of Impact Wrestling, they will be returning to the Asylum. The Asylum is the venue in Nashville, Tennessee, where they film the majority of their weekly pay-per-view events. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago. That was TNA's original uh, business model. Most of them took place in Nashville, Tennessee at the Asylum, and they are coming back for Slammiversary this year. And that is, again, June 19th. Hell yeah. So be sure to check all of that out. It's a great fucking time over on the Twitter. We love our we love our live tweeting. Austin and I kind of tag team on taking the helm. Uh, you know, Austin will take it a lot of times. I'll, I'll either pop in or just take over it myself. Sometimes if I'm feeling mm -hmm. spicy, I'll even live tweet rampage once in a blue moon. It's a, uh, it, no matter what it is, we're a great time just to spend our time, you know, watching your wrestling with, we like to think so anyway, Austin's so insightful and I'm so nerdy and dorky and whatever. <laughs> uh, just be sure to check us out on the Twitter at noobs and Knox pod. It's a great time over there. Of course, if you want to get in super direct contact with us, there is also our email address. You can email us at noobs and knockoutspod at gmail.com. That's noobs, the word and this time knockoutspod at gmail.com. Come say hi to us there. Tell us what you like about the show, what you don't like, things you want to see more of, less of, requests for eras, arcs, companies, specific wrestling adjacent media what what whatever you want to see we'd love to we'd love to hear about that come yell at us for our hot takes or tell us how brilliant and smart and red-pilled whatever we are um tell us how, 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 we uh, are not red-pilled let's just quickly get that out of the way red-pilled in the, in the good way red-pilled red-pilled in the in the non-like cringy chud way i promise um uh either way we, un we understand that the matrix was about the, was about trans people true true red pilled in the trans rights way anyway uh you know come I, I, should, I should mark that i should write that on the twitter thing that's uh, <laughs> that would be great to put in our twitter bio new we're like the young bucks new twitter bio just dropped uh, um so yeah uh you know generally come come say hi and and you know, we, we, we just love, we just love talking to people. So come say hi mm -hmm. uh, on the email. We'd love to come say hi back at noobs and knockouts pod at gmail.com. And finally, of course, there is our Patreon. We are also the noobs and knockouts podcast on Patreon. $1 a month gets you early access to episodes and a shout out at the end of each episode. See you.